0: on an emerging generation of kings. Let's go real quick. There's a lot to cover this morning. I am so delighted to see many men in the house. Not just two and a half men. Men, 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 men right not just two and a half men to see a whole lot of men in the house and I'm happy that we're doing this two services in the presence of the women so the men are uh, my primary audience in the service but I want the women to be around so that we all hear the same things and we can hold ourselves accountable also, um, in the second I'll speak primarily to the women, but I want the men to be around. So, when something is riveting and heating you, as a man, you can say, hmm, and as a woman, you can just rub the man, uh the back, pat the your man or your husband. That is, <laughs> say pastor, I should rob you. No, <laughs> and if it's really heated, women, if I'm saying the things you want the men to hear, be clapping and cheering and shouting. I'm giving everybody a free pass, a no judgment pass. So if your wife is shouting and hailing, don't go. <laughs> when we get them, I'll I'll finish. <laughs> go collect. <laughs> No, uh, let's let's make it an easy atmosphere to learn. Let's all receive our sobs and subscribe to the things of the spirit. So let's start off this morning from just... oh No, 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 no. Let's go to First Peter chapter three. First Peter chapter three. I already learned for time's sake from verse one: Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some watch this now, do not obey the word. <laughs> They, without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives. Now, I'll speak to this in the second service, but let me just give a lady a free pass. A man never changes because you're talking a lot about a matter. Oh, man, if I'm also speaking things you want. Yeah, can, can you? Give me a witness. Where are the men he says that even if he does not respect the word of God, if the husband does not respect the word of God, there is the conduct of the woman that will be more effective than the words she's speaking. <laughs> okay. It said maybe one by the conduct of their wives, verse two, when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. That's not intimidation, that's reverence. It says to the women, do not let your adornment, your shakara, your extraness, your beauty be merely outward, arranging the her, wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty ...of a gentle and quiet spirit. He said that that thing is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, this is the call, this is the expo, this is the secret code. In this manner, in former times, the holy women, the distinguished women, those who walked with God... Who trusted in God also had done themselves. How were they? They were submissive to their own husbands. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, if you do good and not afraid with any terror. Verse 7. So see, see all the things it says to the woman. How many verses? How many verses? Because women... They want the talk. Oh, come on now. So God give oh yo yo. Women, do you love the talk or not? So God is speaking and is talking and talking and talking. Men, they don't want too much talk. So, in how many verses does God God speak to the man? One One verse. (laughs) But it's a loaded verse. Come on now. <laughs> Husbands, likewise. In other words, you're, the sacrifice you're going to make is just like them. It may be simpler or less wordy, but it's as weighty, if not weightier. He said, dwell with them. Don't go and sleep in the pallor. Dwell with them. Oh, can I talk right now? Don't go and hide on Instagram reels and looking at somebody's shape that wants to put your marriage out of shape. Oh, yeah. can I talk right now? <laughs> dwell with the wala you married. Oh, can I talk? Oh, yeah, y'all talk to me. She got crazy. You gotta dwell with the crazy because you chose crazy. Yeah. Dwell, many husbands are visiting their wives even in marriage, dwell with them, but this is the giving, with understanding, what should you do, give an honor to the wife. As to the weaker vessel, the more vulnerable vessel, the one that can be more easily compromised, especially in her physical makeup, she is not inferior in her essence. But she's more delicate in her presentation. She's more sensitive in her disposition. She cannot handle all the heat that your guy friends can handle. You married a woman and not a man. (laughs) So when you're dropping it like it's hot, she might melt because the heat is hotter than what she was designed to carry. Oh, can I talk right now? And to show you that she's not inferior, it said, as being heirs together of the grace of life, this is critical that your prayers may not be hindered. <laughs> men, you better express yourself. Father, we thank you for insight and revelation. Our eyes are open, our hearts understand. Lord, we receive humility as men and women to absorb your word to submit to your counsel to be yielded to correction to align with instruction to sacrifice ourselves and our ego so that we can flow and flourish as you intended in jesus name we are afraid i want to understand that concerning any subject matter in the world god has a mind about it There is no subject that you're so concerned about that God doesn't have a mind about. Whether it's marriage or money or how to get momentum in your ministry or your business. God is not aloof. God is not an ignoramus. God is not, pardon me, an idiot. Because sometimes we feel like God is slow and we are fast. And we begin to create all these isms, all these communisms and feminisms and humanisms and materialism and idealism. Because those isms are our own attempts to reconfigure. Construct What is already clear in scripture, but we're not patient or humble enough to investigate and to align ourselves with. So let me say to you that your degree of difference from God's mind on a matter is directly proportional to the frustration in your life. Every area of frustration in your life is basically an area of deviation from God's mind on the matter. This is the reason certain things that used to frustrate you emotionally, maybe 10 years ago, no longer frustrate you now. It's not because those things have changed. It's because you have grown. Yeah. You have grown closer to what God expects. You are a person of greater maturity and capacity. So even though you still don't like people talking to you anyhow, you now know how to frame it. You're no longer thinking they talk to me any That means I'm useless. You now begin to frame it that sometimes they might be in a state because sometimes their statement is what their state meant. You have context now, right? So anytime there's frustration about anything, it means that there's a deviation between you. Damala Drew is going to see you. How's Nancy, your cousin, Nancy Drew? <laughs> right? It, it's It means that you are deviating from God's plan. And when that happens, initially it does not look like a big deal. But with a progression of your movement from that angle of deviation, the gap is going to become increasingly wide. How many of you know that when... a uh, uh, an aircraft wants to land let's say the aircraft wants to land over there where the media stand is the aircraft cannot fly directly i hope you know that if it attempts to fly directly the impact of the wind and the turbulence that will definitely come will drive it away from its destination so the train pilot has to be in tune with the control tower and depend more on instruments than his own knowledge. Oh, come on now. and then actually fly as though he's not even going where he's going so that by the recalibration that occurs from the uh, control tower and the wind, he's going to land where he's going. So we thank God for the testimony that people shared earlier for the idea of about circling for up to two hours. Generally what would happen is the landing was not safe or there was a technical issue. Therefore he would stay in that place, in that holding pattern for a while until There is safety. In other words, God says, can you just get back to my control tower so that you can land well? Many marriages are not landing well. Many marriages are crashing as soon as they start. At the first whiff of disagreement, it becomes disintegration. Write this down. Disagreement is the seed for disintegration. But disagreement alone does not lead to disintegration. Disagreements that is not addressed in the light of the Word of God can lead to disintegration. So, if disagreement is the seed, what is the water? The what is it? Ignorance, pride, ego, self-centeredness, tension, assuming that you know more than you know. Coming now. <laughs> All of those things, over time, then one seed of disagreement begins to grow and grow and grow. So if we're going to have healthy homes, healthy lives as men, healthy lives as women, healthy marriages as couples, we must go back to the word. Somebody say, go back to the word. word. Shout out and say, go back to the word. word. We must go back to the designer, the inventor, the originator. Why is that important? Here's the deal. Can I have the battle of goons, please? Can you come up stage real quick? I want need to stand to my left and I want GB to stand to my right, but go all the way back, all the way back. It's the blue for me. You blew them away. <laughs> no, no. <nobody. laughs> Now, this is the man, and this is the woman, and this is who? This is God. The goal of God is that at the end of the man's spiritual journey and marital journey, he looks just like him. For him to look just like him, yeah, woman of the spirit, I forgot to send you a message very early as of this morning. I kept seeing you in my spirit. I said you must be in service. I didn't get to send the message, but you came to service. Please help us celebrate Mrs. Duru this morning. (laughs) God's goal is that at the end of his life, he looks just like God. However, we don't know what God looks like. No man has seen God. Only the son who is from him has made him known. But we know what Jesus looks like. So God's goal is for him to look just like Jesus. God's goal for her is to look just like Jesus. However, if what they are doing is that they are walking their own parts, they will never become like Jesus. He will only become a more advanced version of himself. Come on now. Even if he has the light of Jesus. Because he can have the light of Jesus and not delight in Jesus. He can have the light of Jesus and now apply the light of Jesus into his own life. Because Psalm 36 and verse 9 says, with you is the fountain of life and in your light we see light. So he keeps moving and keeps moving and keeps moving. He does not look like Jesus. He looks just like GB at the end of his marriage. Somebody said, no, 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 no. Go back. If she says, Ah, I'm a baby girl, I'm a soft girl, I need no stress in my life, everything that I need has been provided for. Let me be me. Please write this down. Allegiance in marriage is to we, not to me. Because if you have me and me, you will end up with a meme. Oh, come on, do together. That's how come many marriages look like jokes, because you have two me's making a meme. And if the me becomes me, 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 me na, 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 they become like goats. Look at your neighbor say they are not here. If she insists on having her own way, she keeps moving. She compromises after a while, then goes there. She's moving, moving. She becomes a very advanced Mrs. Balugu. So what is God's solution? God's solution is that, boom, go back there. We are both joining towards God. Start joining towards me, one step at a time. Joining towards God. As they are joining towards God, is the gap between them closing or not? To the point where they disappear into God. And at the end of their marriage, what people see is Christ in me, the hope of glory. What closes the gap is not the marriage tactics and relationship tips. What closes the gap is the focus on God and his standards. Oh, come on, y'all. If it's good, say something or clap. Because you can hear all the tips, but if your heart is not changed, you will fulfill the tips with pride. There are people who don't cheat on their spouses, but they frustrate them to death. Oh, come on now. Yeah.
1: There
0: are people who have never raised their voices on their wives, but they've destroyed their souls. Yeah. There are men who are morally all right, but they are wasters of destinies. Yeah. Silent killers. They use gas to finish them. Imagine you want to marry someone. What's his name? Fisopami? Don't let me go too deep into that. But we get on the point. So the degree to which we both get close to Jesus is the degree to which we get both get close to each other. Are you here? This then tells you why marrying an unbeliever is completely off. The reason it's completely off is that you are not even facing the same direction. So you're not going to end up with a more advanced version of yourself and she a more advanced version of herself. She's going to go, carry you, go where you don't know. You are off the scene. It's going to become an issue of Adam. Where are you? Can't see you. Are we getting this now? So, when God is going to fix it, He's going to start with the man. Go back. He's going to start with the man. Why is He going to start with the man? The man was the first image of God. So what happens is, if you want to print out, let's say you have a letter. How many of you write letters? You write like maybe official documents or emails. In your mind, this is the perfect document. Fantastic. Great. No error. No typo. Then you print it out, and your boss is like, are you normal? These is me. (laughs) Seven days make a week. D-A-Z-E. If I wear you, W-H-E-R-E.
1: Now, when you're
0: going to fix that stuff, do you fix the paper by putting TPEX on it? These days. Do you do that by canceling and writing on it? What do you do? You go back to the first image. So many men are trying to t their wives when they are not allowing God to edit them. Oh, can I talk? Where am I, man? Men, this is your service, but it looks like the women are getting more out of it.
1: If there's a man
0: beside you, whether you're a man or a woman, tell that man, let God edit you. Let God-proof read you. Let God read you. That's why David said, search me and see if there's any perversion, typo, any typographical error in me. Search me and see if those who laid hands on me before I became mature distorted something in me that is now playing out in my marriage. You go back to the first image, and unfortunately, even as the church, we have made some mistakes in that regard where we have allowed the breeding of weak, irresponsible, lazy, and insipid men. Can I talk? <laughs> and just the fact that God anoints certain women to enter in certain roles does not mean that was his original design. The original design is God talks to man, then man talks to his wife. God gives to the man. the man gives to his wife, and the wife can multiply what his worship has received. There's yeah. someone to gets in this. Yeah. As the church, we've now done many women programs why women are more malleable. women tend to be more supportive, more expressive. More responsive, so yes, how to uh, be a good woman, virtuous woman, proverbs 31 woman, submissive wife. But after they have all this polish and all this definition, all this charm and charisma and prayer fire, which kind of men do they end up with? Yeah. Are we getting this? That prayer fire locked up in the bed of a manipulator or a user or exploiter or irresponsible person. And all that prayer that used to be prayer machine ends up as sex machine. You want her to do well in bed, but you're not doing well as the head say you, F9, you're scoring F9. You're not even scoring anything. As the man, men, can we talk? Men, can we talk? Michael, can we talk? Idris, can we talk? Look at my now. So we must go back to the original design and find out what exactly that God have in mind for the man. Because let me tell you what, no matter how hard we work on the women, you need one wrong man to neutralize the impact of that. (laughs) It's, It's a very serious matter. It's such a serious matter. Now in the Old Testament, God says, see, if you're a woman and you make a pledge to God and your husband says, no, God said, honor your husband. Yeah. Say what? God said, that's my order. And God says, I'm more committed to my order than your preference. Oh. So it's a huge assignment. Now, the men here should also be able to see that as a huge responsibility. That I must not be seen as the person who destroyed another. Because I was too prideful, too ignorant, too full of myself, too far gone to make corrections. Are we here now? Yeah. Sir, are we here? The man at the back, are we here? Yeah, you're looking back. Yeah, you, you. yeah, yeah. Great. Do thumbs up. Awesome. Yeah, that's it bluetooth hug now when man does not know his identity and his purpose and the reason God made him or how to operate himself because not only is it important for you to know your identity you need to know how to operate yourself I'm not talking about touching yourself and self-love in the perverted way. I'm saying this complexity that I am, how do I rule? How do I work? How do I When that man doesn't know that, he's going to end up with a woman, watch this now, who is either so strong he does not have the skill to lead, or a woman who's so wrong that he does not have the patience to deal. Every man who does not embody the design of God and the identity God has for him will end up with a strong woman or a wrong woman. Why would he end up with a strong or a wrong woman? He's going to end up with a strong woman because he was too weak to see the strength as an asset. So he's going to say, this woman, you one is too much. You are too strong. And she may be too strong, but the real deal is you lack the skills to align her strength into an asset. (laughs) Or you end up with a wrong woman. Why? Because you don't lack. Now watch. You're not too weak, but you're not wise enough to know who you need. Can we talk? So we have a lot of strong women and a lot of wrong women. Now a strong woman is not a bad thing. But a strong woman needs a strong man or a stronger man to be able to fulfill the purpose of her strength wise she will be a great achiever but depressed because work does not fulfill a woman. A godly man brings fulfillment under God. <laughs> so a woman is going to go for the board, board room. Still tools. Gonna kill the presentation, but when she gets home, she'll go and feel like killing herself sometimes because she's fought her soul, and there is none to refill her. And then one nonsense boy is like, Show me what you're wearing, slap you into 1769. If you don't demonstrate the wisdom to nourish her soul, what are you trying to do with her body? So there are many men now. I'm not saying sure, there are many men who choose strong women. And why they choose a the strong woman? Many men, the reason they chose strong women. I'm talking in particular about men who don't know what a man should be and what a man should look like and what a man should do. The reason they chose a strong woman is that they are picking somebody who will pick up after them. Somebody who can clean my mess. Watch this. So they look for strong women. This one looks very progressive. She's making some money. She can speak. She can talk. This one can do for me what I cannot do for myself. Or what I don't want to do for myself. When you pick a strong woman, don't just pick, don't pick from the premise of what I can do, pick from the premise of who can help me do what I'm doing. (laughs) And who has the capacity to express it in a way that I may never be able to express it? Not someone who will deliver me from my responsibility. Stop looking to marry your mother in your wife. Of course. No, definitely. Most times, whoever you get married to will have strong semblance to your mom or your dad. Some aspects. But I'm talking about the responsibility aspect. You know how you're, you're a boy and or you've grown up to 30 and you still go home. Your mother's still you like a baby sometimes. And you expect your wife to do that all the time. And when she's holding you accountable, you're saying this woman is now rebellious. You're now too strong because she's no longer getting away with the things you were hoping she'll, you will get away with. brother. I had the man looking so sober. I've not even started. <laughs> Look at a man beside you and say, are you with a strong woman? Or with a wrong woman? The worst combination is to be with a strong woman. S-T-W-R-O-N-G. Someone who's wrong and strong, she will finish you. <laughs> if you don't want to end up with a strong woman... When I say strong, get the context. You should marry somebody who's strong. I'm saying someone who's unduly feisty and irritatingly so, not because of her makeup, but because of your lack of capacity to either know I can't handle this one, so bye-bye. Let's be friends on Facebook. <laughs> you see, because it's not everything you admire that you can deal with. Can I talk about that? Uh Oh, the, this man is very progressive. He's very, he's advancing in life. You know, they sleep, oh. <laughs> you know they sleep, oh. said my dream husband. We lie together from about 10 p.m. Then wake up for a quick intercession. Eight, by 2 a.m., then by 4 a.m. we do a top up. Then by six. Uh, <laughs> Go and marry. The left. Are you getting this? It's not everything you admire that you can deal with. So it's a level of strength to know the level of strength that you're not strong enough to handle. And it's a level of wisdom not to choose somebody who's wrong. So what were the four major things that man had at the beginning? The four major things. Don't forget, God made man in his image and after his likeness. And when he made man, the man he made was a combination of the husband and the wife. Please go ahead. No, no, go ahead. She was hidden. I'll talk about this later. A woman's greatest strength, greatest strength is in God beside her husband, and under his assignment. If you want to see the glory of a woman, emerge, flourish, those are three positions. You're looking for positions don't be a cowgirl. Say, what's your favorite position? What's your favorite position? In God, beside my husband, and under his assignment. And part of his assignment will put me under in some places. Because he's a missionary to my destiny. (laughs) Are we good <laughs> laugh, laugh, laugh. Is okay, keep on going. That's it, there's more to come. <laughs> Look at our neighbors. What's your favorite position? Leather person, answer, leather person, answer.
1: <laughs>
0: Kiva, Are we good? Are we good this morning? What's your husband's name, sir? <laughs> like more. She Are we good? Can we handle this? Can we handle it? Alright. <laughs> now, unfortunately, the enemy has designed a way to make the woman restless. Yeah. And many times, the woman will become restless when there is no man to either teach, train, or take on responsibility. So, what does he allow the woman to do? Number one, get out of God. By getting out of God, she begins to function independently. Everything in creation was designed to have a dimension of dependence. Trees are stronger than the soil they grow in, but they are dependent on them. Birds are more sophisticated than the air they fly in, but they are dependent on them even to breathe. Humans are superior to food, but human depends on food. Can you hear that now? I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody. I'll I'll get to that shortly. (laughs) I'll get to that shortly. (laughs) That you don't need anybody is also why you don't need anybody to destroy your life. You will do it by yourself. get the remind me to talk about independence so number one it gets the woman to be out of god and once the woman is out of god what does that mean she's not functioning as god designed she is like sarah taking matters into her own hands she will never end up with isaac she will end up with ishmael and ishmael is going to cause problems for isaac Men, whenever you allow your women lead in the home, you are about to born picking called Ishmael. And that Ishmael is going to torment the whole family for years. So, men, leadership is not about prominence, it's about purpose. She doesn't respect me is not a complaint, is your report card. If you can't say amen, say ouch. ouch. I'm telling you. Because she was not designed to take the lead, especially in two major places: the church setting, family, church, family, because family the church is the family of God on earth, and family. Now, can women be leaders amazing? They can be amazing leaders in industries, and because the position there is not a direct reflection of the body, the God order. Can a woman lead a church? Yes, God allows it every now and again. But it's not the original design. As a matter of fact, in most cases, why you see that happening is because a man either died or men are living but they're as good as dead. If you know the... the, (laughs) The weight of running a biological family and a spiritual family, the frame of the woman was not originally designed to do it, and it's not from a place of you know gender equality. <clears throat> it's gender respect. So God allows it, but it's not the original design. Similar to divorce, similar. I'm not saying that they have the same consequences. Does God allow divorce? Of course, the cases, was not the original design. It said that Moses allowed you to give a bill of divorcement because of the... See, this man is sleeping. Is sleeping. What was the last two things I said? Huh? Man, I'm out for you. I'll, I'll, I'll break I'll get there. Some of you men say, "I want to marry a woman that can pray, that can be praying for us." You want to pray, P R E Y, on a woman that can P R A Y. You don't want to pray; you just want to be her ray of sunshine. We'll get we'll get to the tactical issues. It was not the original design. God created that man to take the lead. So the first is the woman gets outside of God and so she begins to create her own systems like extreme feminism or the bitter part of feminism. I'm talking about the one that's looking for fair uh, tr- treatment. I'm talking about the one that now goes extreme and says, I don't need a man. Lie. Because even though you don't have a man that you can deal though. Y'all are buying. Not you. Some of those women. Say what a man can do, a machine can do better. Oh, come on. It's all right. It's all right. Now, there's some people even in the service if you were to enter into their sacred place, <laughs> so if you're looking serious, does not dissuade me. There are women here whose husbands don't know they deal like that. Yet when you're talking to your my friends, ah, yes, you do. If now I finished that, you did not even start. So you ended, you didn't finish. If there's a man beside you, say, Man, man, we have a lot to learn, man. <laughs> Particularly if your wife was exposed to some other polite things before. Now, some people are cringing. And part of why you're cringing is you are supposed to hear about all these things in this kind of setting fest. Yes. Because the moment it's outside of the context of God, it will always be polluted or diluted. Yes. The church is the ground and pillar of truth. Yes, all of the ground is sinking sand. And many of us sank into things that we had no business exploring. Yes, even if it worked for DSTV. Yes. Yes. So number one, outside of God, so is there's nothing like God. And number two, not beside a husband. She begins to become a god to herself, so she wants to take the lead. Pardon? Oh, your, your heels. Is he affecting you? Not yet. Ah, when it does, Let me know, please. I'll try to finish before. I'll try to finish before then. Your husband is here too. Puts herself ahead of her husband. When this happens, you are going to end up believing a snake ahead of your husband. Because that situation could have been averted by a simple conversation, not with the snake, but with the husband. Because the Bible says she ate it and gave it to her husband with her. A husband was there. Yes. Question How come the husband fell? Because many times we don't fall for things we like. By seeing the things we like, many times because we're social beings, we fall for things we like by falling for someone we like who fell for something we like. <laughs> oh my, now. Oh my. So in the context of a relationship, you wanted to be pure and chaste. She wanted some. As far as you are concerned, you're going to be pure. But she wanted some. And because you liked her, at some point you did it not because of it, but because of her. So you fall even for things you should not do. Because of people you like. Yeah. Are you seeing this? Yes, sir. The woman had that conversation with the serpent. Issue the man did not man up. Men lead even if you have to do it fighting. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all. I'm not talking about physical fights. If you're a man and you cannot take on a discourse or disagreement, you are losing leadership. If you're a man and you cannot have difficult conversations, you are losing leadership. If you're a man and you cannot speak without hyperventilating, you are losing leadership. If you're a man and every time there's disagreement, you cannot sleep on the same bed, you cannot eat the same food, you cannot stay in the same house, and it happens one night, we can understand that because you don't want someone's daughter to die. Two nights, three nights, you are losing ground. So if there is any error in the house, man, fix that thing. Oh God. There's a man beside you, say, fix it, fix it, fix it. Tell that man, man up. See, some men are not even man up enough to speak. All the men in the house stand. If you're a man... Look at another man. Say, man up, man. Man up. Man up. Man up. Oh, wow. My wife is always complaining. My wife is always bitter. Where, wife... if your wife is always bitter? What are you putting in the soup? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy said, Iru, Iru, Kilele. Instead of iru, use your iru career. That's your staff of office. And fix it. Now sometimes your wife might be bitter. We'll talk about this shortly. Your wife might be bitter not because of you. Your wife may have experienced things from the past. That you're uninformed about or unwittingly played into. Or she's dumping on you. And that's why I understand something about disagreement. Not all disagreements in your life started with you, but as long as you are the man, it is your responsibility to hold that disagreement in context and to gradually lead the marriage towards resolution. <laughs> but weak men, they always walk away. Always walk away if you're about to slap somebody. Walk away and you know sometimes people don't leave physically but they've left. Out, so she gets in front of her husband instead of beside her, and then instead of being under assignment under his assignment, instead of being beside him, and being instead of being under his assignment, she creates another assignment. Yeah, Women, I'm gonna to talk to you in the second service. Hey, You have to be, women, you have to be extremely careful not to become your husband's greatest nightmare because you have the ability to create things that don't even exist. You have the ability to create words he never spoke, to imply things he never meant. That when he answers you even directly, you say, it cannot be that simple. There's more to it. And he has spoken to you, but he did not believe him. Because every time, watch this. Every time you either stop somebody from speaking the truth, or you don't believe the truth, or you exaggerate things, you are gradually inducting them into a school of lies. And the line doesn't start with lying. It starts with withholding truth. Because if I don't believe you have the capacity to handle my truth, why should I give it to you? Oh, come on now. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Baloyi. What were the four things that man had? In the beginning, why does it look like man can do without a woman? Why does it look like that? The original man was created into a world without women. And he was so focused that he needed a woman to get his attention of his work. (laughs) Four major things every man needs. Woman was not inside the equation. Men need women. I'll get to it. But in the original state, these were the four influences that a man had. A woman can never influence a man without understanding those four things and without incorporating herself into any of those four things. One of that woman is the man's wife or the man's mistress. And by the way, a mistress is a mistress. Oh, y'all didn't now. She's a mistress, I'll stress you. They play. It's gonna start sweet initially, but it's an aftertaste. <laughs> Number one, man had God. Yeah. That's the first thing he had. Do you know? Can I tell you this? There's no account the man was boring or bored. There's no account the man went to complain to God, I need a woman. Yeah. So a woman was God's solution to a challenge or a limitation. Man was not even aware he had. By the way, the man was not a flawed man. Yeah. But he was a limited man. God created everything perfectly, but everything limited so a woman makes a big mistake when she begins to point out the weaknesses of a man. Because when God made man, he called even that man good. So who are you saying that I'm not as good as the one who made me thinks I am?
1: Oh, come on now.
0: So, what does a woman do? Never point out your husband's mistake. Or rather, when I say mistake, that's not what I mean. Don't point out your husband's weakness. Let me let me show you what I mean. Are there guys here, guys who you've done really bad stuff as a guy? Or maybe things you're maybe not very bad, just things you're not proud of or you're embarrassed by or ashamed of, right? Raise your hand now. Fidel, what you're doing now is quite bad. I said, raise your hand, yeah. <laughs> There's a time to type. I'm on your case today, man. <laughs> I'm on you. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be calling now men. Because many men just, you get away with stuff, man. And part of why you get away with stuff is that you think you can. And many of us have not had strong male leadership in our lives. So we keep messing up our own possibilities. And the women are working hard on themselves. Yeah. And many of those women, they are crying. Be 30 years. Raise your hand if you've done something you're not very proud of at some point in your life. Beautiful. Those men, you guys, if you told a guy friend, a man friend, but you didn't tell your girlfriend at the time or after it happened, raise your hand. Yup, yup, most men. Why will a man tell his friend something that his girlfriend or fiance or wife does not know? Why? (laughs) Jesus <laughs> said what? No judgment. It's
1: not, your as you are.
0: it's not because, see, shame is a function of judgment. Yes, sir. I'll talk to the women in this. Because of this. <laughs> it's not because of that. Because your friend also knows that you can do better. <laughs> your friend possibly even told you, guys, it they go. Something is going to go wrong. Yes.
1: And then there's a desire to Like when you tell them, there's a desire to,
0: you know that it's wrong, but then there's also a desire to go through it. Like, so if you do something wrong, maybe you cool, mm-hmm. screw. And you uh, tell them, I've got a I take my phone the good ones among them say, I wish there was a... Need people. The good ones among them will say, when I do it, I'll find out what you want to do before you find that thing. You'll find a solution. Yes, so they always try to find a solution. Let me tell you, why is there no judgment? You know why? Friendship. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Adam had God. He didn't have a woman. And there was a way God spoke to Adam. Genesis 3.8 In the cool of the evening. That cool is also the word, the spirit of the evening or the breath of the evening. So whenever God spoke to Adam he did not speak brimstone and fire. (laughs) This is the reason Ron's girls get the hats, sometimes or even good men. Because they know how to get them in a cool atmosphere. Now, some of the things I'm saying, they might not be happy. But it's the truth. When God saw Adam, he said, good, 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 good. What was the point of not good? Good. You know, people have taught this. We've taught this before. Ah, that, that God saw that man was going to... the man couldn't clean his dishes. Man couldn't take care of the building. That, that was not the reason. What was the reason? God said it's not good that man should be alone. That word is all one. Sorry, come. It's not good being... No, you be behind her. Behind him, rather. Why is God saying it's not good? For him to be all one. No, 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 disappearance. Yeah. Do you know why? Do you know why? (laughs) Because man had limitations. Limitations. limitations, not weaknesses. Weaknesses came after the fall. Oh, my word. This is a paradigm shift. How do I know? Who named all the animals? Who named all the birds? Who took care of the garden? So does that mean Adam could do domestic work? Yes. Yes. Your husband can do domestic work. If you know how to let him hear you, okay, anybody say it's not fights? Right. Think about this. How did Adam govern the garden without a supervisor? How? We're thinking, right? Weaknesses came after the fall, because of sin. Limitations existed before the fall. A limitation means you can do stuff to a point. Weaknesses, there are many things you cannot do. Unfortunately, in marriages, many women focus on their husband's weaknesses, instead of helping them grow beyond their limitations. Let me show you this. The Bible speaks about the church. Is the church perfect as far as God is concerned? Is your spirit perfect? Is your spirit perfect? The spirits of just men made perfect. Is your spirit perfect? Does your spirit have limitations? Does your spirit have limitations? Your spirit doesn't have limitations. (laughs) does your human spirit have limitations it has limitations the lucifer of limitations the lucifer of limitations you are not supposed to rise and become like the most high so it said you were perfect in your beauty until iniquity was found in you. And when iniquity is found in you, then all your weaknesses begin to show. But because iniquity makes you more conscious of your weaknesses than your strengths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And many times, the reason we call out the weaknesses of other people is because we're very conscious of our own weaknesses and we don't want to feel weak alone. Oh, can I talk now? So, he had God. God was his maker, but God was his friend. He had a talking, walking relationship with God. Here's the deal. Man, if you are going to rule anything, it starts with your relationship with God. This is the reason, man, when your prayer altar is off, when your study life is off, when your communion is off, have you noticed that sometimes your wife will start behaving somehow? (laughs) I can't look at you because I've not been married long enough. (laughs) 1 Corinthians 11, 1 to 3. Imitating as I imitate Christ. It said, For God is the head of Christ, Christ is the head of man. Man is the head of woman. The first thing he had was God. Now here's the deal: God was supposed to be his reference. He was supposed to be the reflection of God. Take care of that, don't distract. God was supposed to be his reference. Somebody say, God is my reference. He was supposed to be the reflection of God. Say God is I'm the reflection of God. Was supposed to be his result. The woman is the result of my reflection of my reference as a man. The woman is my report card. The church is a reflection of how well, quote, Christ is doing on earth. Oh, the church is the bride. are you looking sober? Are you looking sober? He's thinking. So, what does Christ do when the woman does not represent Him right? What does He do? What does He do? He dies dies and Christoph. use the Bible words, Ephesians 5. Presents her to Himself perfect by washing her with the water of the word. Number one, he had God. Number two, he had identity. So a man cannot lead a home. If he does not know what his identity is, he had identity. Number one, man had God. Number two, had identity. Number three, he had a mission, an assignment, a calling. Number four, he had a garden, an environment and a space. Therefore, no woman, good or evil, can enter into a man's life without coming through one of the four. That's why the Bible says that a good wife is from the Lord. That's from God. But a bad wife can come from any of the three places. Come on now. A bad woman can enter into a man's life from identity. That's if he doesn't know who he is. Number two. Speak louder, please, man. man up. His work. Common now, business partner, secretary. We're working on a project together until the project becomes a baby. Number three environment or the space where he's in. So if the man that you want to marry or the man that you are trusting, you're already married. If the man in your life does not have a walk with God, women, the person can never take care of you the way your destiny was designed. Never. Why? Because man was born with the reference or made with the reference of which God is. When the perfect man Jesus comes on the earth, he says, I don't do anything of my own accord. That which I see my father do, that is what I do. The implication of that is even the perfect man, Jesus came as a man. Did he have weaknesses? Jesus, did he have weaknesses? Did Jesus have weaknesses? Ah, Somebody didn't hear what I just explained earlier. Jesus did not have weaknesses, he had limitations. It's a very important distraction. Now, as a man, anytime you go beyond your limitations, your weaknesses will start showing up. So let me show you an example. People here can swim. Many people here can swim. But not everybody can swim in the deep end. Yes. So for those who can swim in the deep end, when you go beyond your limitations and you start swimming in the deep end, what happens? You, your weaknesses start showing up. So going beyond limitation is the breeding ground for the manifestation of weakness if you have your weaknesses but they are in the right space then within the right limits then your weaknesses don't show up. Oh. Therefore the woman becomes the limitation to his weakness and the extension to his limitation. Oh daddy lord help me now, help me now, help me now. Did you get it? Okay. Okay. Well, let me start with what is limitation. A man can never produce children by himself. It's a limitation. But his seed is perfect. Right? A man cannot be in every part of the garden by himself. It's a limitation. But if he happens to be there, he will garden it well. It's perfect. Are you getting there? God knew he had limitations. That's why he said be fruitful and? He didn't say get your act together before you are fruitful. Because, if the man had weaknesses inside of himself, as he multiply, what would he multiply? Weaknesses. weaknesses. Therefore, if a woman incubates the man's weaknesses, what does he? Mu- what does she multiply? Weaknesses. But if she becomes the limitation to his weakness, in other words, I know your weaknesses, but it's not going to get beyond here. I create a boundary of protection in prayer and in being a wife. I don't want to get graphic, but y'all need that illustration. That's why when they do what they do, he has a... There's something that surrounds. Who surrounds who? the woman surrounds his most vulnerable parts. In other words, the woman must be the master in covering his weaknesses and be a master in extending his influence beyond his limitation. If a woman does this, the man is sold to her for life. Well, guess what? Most people, most women do. They get irritated by his weaknesses and they multiply it even in themselves. And then they show him his limitations and become a cap. No cap. Is this helping somebody? Number one, he had God. Number two, he has identity. Men, do you know who you are? If there's a man beside you, say, Do you know who you are? Please ask that man eyeball to eyeball. Don't just point. Say, do you really know who you are? <laughs> Tell that man you're a king. You're a leader. You're a gardener. You're a cultivator. You're a blessed man. You are not a weakling. You are not poor. You are not angry. You have control. You have control. You have control. Tell that man you are not a dog. You don't have to sleep with everybody. Tell that person you are not a donkey. You are not a giraffe with long neck. You are a man. You are a man. (laughs) That identity, the knowledge of his identity is what allows him to understand those two, his weaknesses and his limitations. However, most of our weaknesses don't even show up until we are in contact with another person. This now brings me to the issue of why God it is why God said it's not good for man to be alone. This is the deal. When man is alone, he's going to fall into the same trap as Lucifer. That's the reason they said it's not good. He was not talking about functional efficiency. He was talking about unhealthy independence. <laughs> Why? Lucifer said, I will now ascend. I will be like the Most High. I will. The greatest undoing of man is the I in pride. That's why he said pride goes before a fall and a hotter spirit before destruction. So when God said, it is not good, it is not good, it is not good, what God was saying is, this is not like me. Because Jesus said, don't say any man is good, because only God is good. So when God said, it is not good, he is saying, this is not like me. Why? Because even me, as the father, I have the son and the spirit. I live in community. When God made fish, he didn't create one fish, he created fish. Come on. When God made gods, He didn't create one, He created gods. How do I know? Because they could reproduce. When God created plants, He created plants. When God made man, He created male and female in one. But God said, This man is going to be independent, and if he has absolute power, absolute power corrupts. So the first major thing, major reason for helper is someone who will keep him accountable. Uh, if you want to clap, please clap in spite of who's not clapping. The greatest threat to a man is his own self, his own self, isolation. So the first help of the woman is not domestic. How do I know? You can employ some to do domestic duties. Come on now. Are there no single men that have helpers? House help, right? So this is why a man marrying what he likes, or rather a man that does not really know his identity, will end up marrying what he likes and not who he needs. Because if he does not know his identity, he does not know the help he needs.
1: The babe you like might
0: not be the wife you need. I'm not saying don't be attracted to the one you need, and I'm not saying. But why would you say certain people who are married to the most stunningly beautiful people in the world? Why? Because a man prefers somebody who is ugly but peaceful to somebody that is beautiful and stressful. Oh man, you're not getting it. Am I? Am I saying the truth? That's why when Peter begins to write to the church in 1 Peter 3, he said, for women, don't let your adornment be about arrangement of the hair and jewelry. He puts it there. He said, let it be what? The faithless beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. Why? The first thing Adam interfaced with was not human beings, it was spirits. So a man stays or flees, not because of you, but because of spirits. Mm-hmm-hmm. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. The first thing is if he's by himself, he's going to do anything at once by himself, but he will never fulfill my purpose by himself. Why? Number one, accountability. Number two, he cannot multiply himself by himself, even if it touches himself. So I'm going to create what the Bible calls an Ezra or azar in the hebrew one who is just like him but has a different expression so that even though he is perfect he can learn to depend on somebody oh now help me True. adam has god as reference the woman has man as reference almost every bad thing almost every bad thing a woman does the door was opened by a man somewhere in our life is that true women is that true almost because she needs references so God created man and he was the one that said bone of my bone flesh of my flesh he said that God didn't say that. He labelled her. Why? He knew who he was. As a man, do you know who you are? Five key areas. Please be seated. And it's a close. Ooh. And it's a close. But let me give you five key areas. I won't teach this. How will you, as a man, express the fullness of what God has for you? Number one, focus on cultivating faith. Cultivating faith in God. Number two, fitness. Many men are dealing, let me just say this to both men and women many men are dealing with depression. But in Nigeria, we don't think it's depression. There are many men who are lonely in their marriages. Many men. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things that feels sexual sin, loneliness. Because the word Azza, let me just tell you, there are different words for help in the Hebrew. And all of them mean different things. One of them is help, one of them is aid. Aid, help, aid, not AIDS, aid. <laughs> Now, that A, think about like first aid. First aid. When the man goes beyond his limitation. By the way, how many women know that you are faster at recognizing a man's limits than he is? Have you noticed that? Because you see a picture clearer when you're outside the picture. But the reason you, you see it is to give first aid to it. So the woman ought to be the first aid to that. Aid, help. Because mm, of the time. Yeah, yeah. But. Help, aid, helping, assistance, support, soccer. Facilitation, countenance, sustenance, welfare, charity, in other words, salvation. Now, a lot of men are not mentally fit or emotionally fit, and we're seeing more mental health issues. Women have dealt with that for years and years and years and generations. But we're having more men deal with it. And there are many men that don't even know how to express themselves. Why don't forget, when man was originally made, he didn't have any human being to talk to. When the woman was made, the first thing was somebody spoke to her. So she wants people to talk to her. He doesn't want anybody to talk to him. Because even when God spoke to him, he heard God spiritually. That's why till today, the most effective way to, in quotes, change a man is to speak to the God that knows how to talk to him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Fitness. Men have to work on their fitness. Number three, then we have to deal with family. The concept of family, God is so big on it from the beginning. He is called father. Or we see that he has the plan from the beginning because the son is the word and he existed from the beginning. So for the son to exist from the beginning, that means the son had a father from the beginning. So God was a father from the beginning. Number four, finances. Number, number five, future. Finances and future. My faith represents my spirituality. My fitness represents my balance, my balance on earth. My finances represent my possibilities in the material realm. My family represents my legacy, my protection, but also my legacy. And my future represents the patterns I'm handing over to those who are coming behind me. So, for man to know himself, he has to study God because God is his reference. This is the reason no matter how good you are as a woman, if your man, your husband, or the man in your life is not consistently looking on to Jesus, you will suffer for it. Because man was designed to live based on references. What are the four major responsibilities the man must keep in mind? Number one, I must be a priest. Because the way my faith is built and the way my faith is exercised is through priesthood. And what does priesthood mean? I'm standing before God on behalf of another. That's actually another reason why man could not fulfill his purposes was limited without the woman. Why? Priesthood goes beyond yourself. Oh, come on now. So if a man is always talking about his plans, his purpose, his agenda, his goals, and never talks about your plans, your goals, your assignment, that means he's either too small to accommodate the bundle of blessings that you are, or it's too insensitive to know that you also have a plan, because when God made that human being, that other human being was not an accessory. If there's a woman, say you are not a man's handbag. <laughs> Was a whole human being. Look at that person. I'm not a plate. (laughs) And I'm not a tree. Was a whole human being with goals, aspirations, purposes, but it was supposed to be fulfilled in context. In the context, I must be a priest. Let me talk about a couple of things about priesthood. Number one, in my priesthood, I must have a personal altar. If I'm a man, I must have a personal altar. Prayer is not what I do when I am in problems. The original design for prayer is not acquisition or intervention. The original design for prayer is fellowship. Therefore, if you are in a relationship and you guys never pray, you are already setting up yourselves for problems. Listen, if it's not touching God, he will touch you the wrong way. Oh, y'all, y'all missed that one. Let me say that again. If it's not touching God, he's going to touch you the wrong way. He might touch you in the secret paths if he's not been touched by God in the secret place. And for some other people, he's not going to touch you seductively. He's going to slap you. But if his hands are consistently lifted before God, before he lays them on you, the Holy Spirit will hold him back. Are we here? Yes, Some of you are looking in ways that I'm trying to decipher. He must be a priest. And I'm not just talking about wishy-washy, rebo, 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 ribo, ribo, rebo, ribo, rebo, ribo, 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 ribo. a priest listen let me just tell you what some of you might not know you know some of you when you see a leader or a pastor or a minister minister from stage either music or song or prayer praying like this guy is on fire for god there are many men who pray on stage who don't pray at home look at neighbor say you will not marry them you want to check somebody's fervency and spirituality, also look at them when they are not holding the microphone. Oh, can I talk now? (laughs) Somebody looking so bad. But these are the truths that you must hear. If he does not let himself in prayer, it's almost impossible for him to lead you in prayer or in purpose and so what happens we've seen many women who say oh I thought my husband was a very prayerful person before we got married but now that we're married he doesn't even pray men if you can't say amen say ouch prayer personal altar number two family altar does he speak over you? Does he pray over you? Does he pray over your children? Does he? Do you catch him with prayer walks around the house? Now, men, some men will be like, "May I pray internally?" Look at a man beside you. Say, "Sometimes pray." Open your mouth and pray.
1: <laughs>
0: Women, you have the permission to look at a man. If you are not married to him, be respectful. If you are married to him, touch him and say, "My husband, I want to hear you pray." You didn't tell no, no man. Tell a man beside you, say, I want to see you praying. Not just in church. Because the Bible says God came walking in the cool of the evening. And the, the implication of that was that, that was a part and why? Because if that was the first time after they sin was the first time God, which kind of God only speaks to you after you have sinned? Do you understand that? He had a walking, talking relationship. Abram walked with God. God said to Abram, walk before me and be thou perfect. In other words, what deals, what contains the weaknesses of that man is how closely he walks with God and how connected he is to a godly woman. Because the weakness will never go. But mastery over the weakness is the responsibility of the man under God and the woman beside the man. The weakness will never go. Whatever the weaknesses, but the weakness does not have to become disaster. Are you here? Let me say this prayer that I prayed for you before in the middle of the night. May you not celebrate your 50th wedding anniversary and discover you've been married only for five years. Some of you, you don't know how deep that is. You know it's supposed for someone to be in Unilag for seven years and then year two.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll continue the, the other points in the second service. But let me quickly read one or two things from the text. Verse 7. Husbands likewise. No, number two is not pray, it's not family altar. There's a subset of priesthood. Family altar, congregational altar. Sorry, personal altar, family altar, congregational altar. Family altar, personal altar, family altar, congregational altar. You must, the man must lead you to pray. How will you lead your family to pray if you never pray together? Never have a day where you fast about issues. Never have prayer points. If you, you have talking points and no prayer points, He will become a prayer point in your marriage. Congregational altar. Men, when it's time to pray. Don't allow women to fill up the room. And then the men. Listen, if there's a man beside you. Say, get here before me when it's time to pray. Get here before me. It's in a mix alarm. The women are throwing fire fire. The man just like, oh yeah, they're praying for us. They're praying for us. That's why I'm going to marry her. This one that's always throwing the fire on a mix alone. She's the one I will marry because she will pray for me. If you marry a man who does not pray, you have set up your life for stress. Because there are many things that it was supposed to deflect for you that he has allowed to come into your space. It's a very dangerous thing. It's self-sabotage to marry a man who does not pray. Now, if you're already married and, and the man does not pray, you need to help him learn how to pray. Congregational altar, you marry a man that is not dancing before God. See, Because if he doesn't like God, he will not know how to love you. I didn't say if he does not love God, if he does not like God, like that's his soul, because when it says love the Lord your God, he said, with your heart, with your soul, with your mind, with your might. In other words, there must be tangible expressions. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Husbands likewise. Dwell with them with understanding, give honor to, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. And as being heirs, heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. What does it mean? Let me show you a couple of implications. Treating your, your wife well is as good as many prayers answered. Because there are many things she will do for you that you don't need to tell God about. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. There are many things she will pick up, or sense, or pray about, or talk about that will prevent many sleepless nights and days of tears. And so he said, likewise, dwell with them with what? With what? With what? Did it say anointing? You can be a powerful preacher and a lousy husband. You can be a powerful preacher and a lousy husband. Why? The secret sauce there is not anointing, it's not looks, it's not personal achievements or accomplishments, is what? Now, how many of you started courses in school and then you had some difficult courses, some difficult courses? How did you pass them? <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 let's talk How do you pass them? <laughs> Tutorial classes how do you pass them? Crimin <laughs> account number more crime sorry How do you pass them? Grace? How do you pass them? Somebody talk, talk how do you pass them? Extra studying. Others try to pass through cheating. Look at somebody and tell that person, a woman is a course. A woman is a subject. You have to study her to pass. Woman, subject to the man not only to be under his mission but for her to be under his concentration and study. A woman cannot be subject to her to you if you don't treat her like a subject you study. You can't understand what you have not studied. Oh, because the beginning let me tell you if there's a woman here and your husband. Seems to be acting crazy, out of character, but he's saved, he's born again, his filled. He does not hate you. This is what he does not have about you. That's it. And man, can I tell you something about women? They don't need to fix them, they need to understand them. Can I talk? When you study physics, are you trying to fix Faraday's law? No! Are you trying to fix Boyle's law? Newton's law of motion. Schrödinger's equation. Freud. Are you trying to fix him? What are you trying to do? You are trying to pass. Don't fix the woman. Study the woman. Because if you don't pass that course, you will have carryover upon carryover upon carryover. Where are the women who want to be studied? I don't know whether they're here. Look at the man. say, study me, study me. Study. I said, look at the man. You people are not looking. Later, you can't say, he doesn't understand me. He doesn't get me. If you're a woman, stand and say, men, study us. Don't say we're difficult if you're not ready to study. Don't say, we're hard if you're not ready to study. And by the way, women are are hard courses. What did he say? I'm coming, I'm coming. I know they are called, but they are hard. You know why they are hard? They are more complex. The more complex a subject is, the harder it is. However, if you have a good tutor... You can understand better, and the Bible says God has given us the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher. The Holy Spirit guides us into all truth, including truths about marriage. I didn't understand this for years. I just thought, oh, I'm a good man. I have good intentions. I have good a good agenda, and there's things I would do that would so upset my wife. I would be like, ah, what are we doing? Can I make a legend? <laughs> Why are you looking so serious? You're <laughs> not <And I'm> smiling. <laughs> so, I had to start studying her. And the difference between reading and studying is that studying takes intention and time. Because you can read and read, read wrong. But when you study, you discover what you've been reading wrong all along. If you're studying physics, you might be able to hack it. Quickly, biology. Quickly, you the woman. She has physics in her. She has biology. She has chemistry. She has political science. She has marine science, zoology. Sometimes French. She's a multi-composite course. So he said, "Don't dwell with irritation or impatience." Dwell with understanding. Let me close the service with a metaphor. (laughs) Metaphor from three to four. By the way, if you are a woman and you want the man to study you, please open up. Because you can't study a closed book. Can I talk? You go and casco and sulk inside the room. If he really cares about me, let him come and figure it out. Oh, well, yeah, we're going to try. But if we're trying to open up the book and the pages are tearing, we'll just close it. (laughs) Do you get the point? We can't understand if we don't study you. We can't study you if you don't open up. final illustration. He said to present the church to himself without spot, wrinkle, to wash him by the washing of the water of the word, without spot or wrinkle, any such thing. Can I say something to you? Husbands, every husband is a washerman. Every husband is a dry cleaner. And one of the signs of a good dry cleaner is that you have to know the kind of fabric to know the kind of treatment. Because you don't wash cotton the way you wash satin. and somebody said earlier, how people try to uh, pass courses, one of the ways is cramming. So many men have crammed the method their parents used. And you're trying to wash your wife with detergent when all she needs is just Spirits. Pardon. Fabric softener. So how can you wash her if you don't study the material that she is? There's some women that need difficult conversations. There's some women that don't need difficult conversations. There's some women that need apologies. Some women don't need apologies. They just need hugging and ice cream and acknowledgement. Pardon? And change. (laughs) Come on, that's that's good, right? Some women don't want your apology, just change. By the way, I've said before, let me say the greatest apology is transformation. But that said, some women are not okay with transformation. You must acknowledge. But in the man's mind, I'm changing. Say it, say it. If I say it every week. I'm sorry. So why exactly are you sorry? Look, anybody say study the fabric. Also study the temperature. Because the fabric can be good. The detergent is good, but you're putting it in hot water when it's cold water. And some fabrics need to be hand-washed, not machine-washed. And you put it in a machine, your mechanical doesn't get the job done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Animan rising. Is Animan rising? Is Animan rising? Is Animan rising? Let's stand, let's stand, let's stand. Father, we rise to a new level of responsibility for a man. Raise your right hand to the Father and say to the Father, I yield myself to you afresh. I yield my mind to you afresh. I choose to see as my reference. There are many men who have gone days, weeks without reading the Bible. Repent, turn aside, turn away. And say, God, I need to go back. That's why you've tried many things that did not work. Not only in your relationship, but also in your business. Also in your personal ministry you will get stuck in that of a pattern if you lack understanding but God says if you dwell with that woman understanding and you treat her as the most sophisticated or the more delicate vessel your prayers will be answered the transformation will become apparent don't try to fix her Let God fix you, and then understand her. And let me tell you, it's going to take a long time. Some of you thought that PHS 103 was tough. Try Wife 101. W-I-F-E. She's a very tough course. When you pass that, she will give you two wife 202. Why? A single woman presents a different set of challenges from a married woman. A married woman, different set of challenges from one who has children. One who has children, different from the one. They keep evolving. That's why you're going to need a God who's never phased by any face. To know how to be effective at every phase. Pray, man, pray. Let me hear the voice of man. Some of the men here, your challenge is confidence, a lack of it. That comes from lacking those two things. Number one, God. Number two, identity. For others, it's not confidence, it's competence. That comes from the other two things. Knowledge of your environment and knowledge of your assignment. Your confidence is in the first two. Your competence is in the second two. You need all four. Some of you need to pray, say, God, help me. I don't even know how to be your son. Because some of us grew up without fathers or without strong male figures. And that's true. So you don't even have references for husband or man. God, help me. Some, you have God, you know who you are, but you don't have a sense of mission, a sense of identity. You don't know whether you're staying in Nigeria or going to Canada, so it's hard for you to commit to anybody. Say, Lord, settle me in clarity and conviction and confidence. Father, we give you praise if you're a man here and you have not received the life of Jesus is a good time to speak to him and say God I receive you in my heart or maybe you've strayed maybe you've even fallen, made some mistakes you've gone out of order and out of the right way say Lord I receive I receive, I receive restoration maybe you found yourself on the laps of a strange woman maybe you found yourself on the bed of a strange woman Lord I receive your mercy, I receive restoration, maybe your heart is fractured and broken and you hide. I receive your mercy. I come with repentance. I come with repentance. Or maybe you've been using women playing games with their emotions. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the authority of your word and the veracity of your word. We thank you, O oh Lord, that you have spoken to us today. And for many of us, it's the continuation of private conversations you've had with us. For some of us, it's the initiation of a new trajectory and journey. Lord, either way, we ask for everyone here, particularly the men, that there is going to be transformation. Lord, it will not just be another service where we spoke about issues. It's going to be the initiation of a fresh experience. Where we begin to work harder on ourselves than we seek to do on our wives. But we'll seek to submit to you first before asking for and demanding change when we ourselves have not changed. So Father, we'll receive humility and grace in the name of Jesus. But in the areas of weakness, we'll receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit. In the areas of limitation will receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit also through the men and women in our lives. We we'll receive accountability, we we'll receive vulnerability. Teach us the things our fathers did not teach us. Teach us the things our brothers did not teach us. Teach us the things that history cannot teach us. We enroll in your school again. Thank you, Father. And Lord, for all the women in the service and the next service, help us to play our role as Azaz, as 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 ezers, as first aid givers, as weakness protectors and limit extenders. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this grown community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org